everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jack Hughes podcast and I'm delighted to say this afternoon I've got Sean Molino on the line. Sean is a former PTI who served in the 1st Battalion Welsh Guards and is now the Managing Director of Forces Fitness. Forces Fitness is a multi-award winning company winning the Theopathetis Small Business Sunday and also Retail Business of the Year at the South Wales Business Awards in 2016. He is also an ambassador for the Welsh Government role model and mentor for the Big Ideas Wales project with the aim of helping young entrepreneurs into becoming successful at self-employment by telling his story and working with them to help them achieve their goals. Sean, good afternoon. Afternoon. How are you? Yeah, very good today. Looking forward to this. Yeah, so I gave you a bit of a build-up there, brief intro. Do you want to build upon that and tell the listeners a bit about your story and how you got to where you are at the moment? Yeah, so, so my background initially was I joined the military aged 18, you know, young lad like most of us tend to. Uh, first posting was to Wellington Barracks, so that's literally next door to, to Buckingham Palace. So 18 years of age, uh, out in London, was a, was an interesting one for us all, especially coming from Wales, which is a bit of an eye-opener. From there I went on to, to Aldershot, so we took over from 16 Assault Brigade uh, and took over there. Whilst I was in the military, did a various courses, so I'm a physical training instructor's course. I passed that and also became a junior non-commissioned officer. So, yeah, it's a good military career. Uh, after leaving the military, I sort of geared myself towards towards management and, and, and tried to go towards the physical training side, but geared my resettlement towards management qualifications and really pushed towards that rather than solely personal training. I know a lot of the lads with PPIs trying to go on the, the sort of PT route, um, but I went, I went down the management route. Run a few health and leisure clubs, so run a Novotel, they're part of a core chain, first of all, as a, as a fitness manager. Then got a job with the Via Venue, so it was the Village Hotel and Leisure, and I was a leisure club manager for them, actually setting up their, their Swansea site. From there, then, we went on to set up Forces Fitness, and, and, it, and it's fantastic to work for yourself. It's, it's the ideal goal that we, we all want, and then in the end, if we can work for ourselves and work the hours we want to, that's probably pretty much what everyone would, would, would like to do. But um, yeah, Forces Fitness fantastic. We do a lot around health and fitness, health and well-being days. We do a lot around employability workshops, getting people uh, back into work. We do project work with housing associations and massive, massive links with multiple organisations and charities, not just throughout Wales, but throughout England as well. Oh, that sounds really good. So um, rewinding slightly, what was, how, what was the decision to join the Army? Was that just because you were young and you wanted to, to leave where you lived or was it something you always wanted to do? <laughs> Really, so two way other friends, they wanted to join the military, and I was in a course, didn't really care too much about it, I was doing computers, I think I'd done my, halfway through my level three, uh, and about a year to go, two of them were joining the army, and I thought, oh, do you know what, I'm just going to go with them, it was just one of those snap decisions, really. As soon as I got in there, um, you know, I, I did enjoy it, it's one of those careers that I really enjoyed, very good soldier, um, obviously got into a little bit of drama when I was younger, don't get me wrong, I wasn't no angel, but I think most uh, most military personnel are, and uh, when you're growing up between sort of 16 to, to 20 through those uh, through those sort of years, that, that's going to happen, but to me it put me on uh, the straight and narrow, definitely, and definitely gave me some massive core skills, uh, which I've learned and, and adapted and, and used them before my civilian career. Yeah, I think that's a common theme, that people are a bit rough around the edges when they enter, and once they leave, they still carry forward those those values and beliefs. So can you um, pinpoint the decision or the time of your life when you thought, you know, it was time to leave? Was there a specific um, thing that happened or was it just a multitude of things that helped that? I, th- I, th- I think for 
me, uh, we had a bit of a drinking culture in in the army. I think it was pretty the same in the navy, in the RAF. We like to go out, and we like to have fun, work hard, play hard. I think that's part of the ethos of the majority of the military. So we were coming back, we were drinking a lot. Um, yeah, for me, it was just I needed another, I needed another, another challenge. Um, I, I, I sort of served my time. The plan was originally only to do four years. So to do four years was my sort of minimal plan. I stayed on for six. We got posted to St. Athens, which was very close to my home. So I stayed on for another two years. We, um, we were rapid response for Northern Ireland at the time. So we did a couple of tours of, of Northern Ireland out of St. Athens. But um, yeah, the time to sign off was when, when I was in St. Athens and it was close to home. It was ideal transition for me to do courses, to sort of network out to where, where I wanted to work with. And I was sort of based in the local area where I'd be living and where my civilian career was going to be. I find that was very lucky. That doesn't happen to many people in the military that they end up in a base that's maybe 30 miles away from their house. I and mean, it was the first time for the Welsh Guards for a long time um, that they were they were actually posted in Wales. It was one of the first times ever, really. Yeah, it's nice you could have, you know, you left on your terms and you weren't, you didn't become bitter towards the service like a lot of people sometimes do because they've potentially stayed in a bit too long. So once you decided, did you have like a, a plan straight away? And you know, how was your resettlement? How did you find that whole package that was offered to you at the time? I think the plan for me resettlement was was it a pretty good package? Uh, I think, but maybe could have utilised a little bit more help and support. I know now since leaving, I could have done things slightly better. Although the transition for me worked fairly well, I set my goals out. So for people out there who were looking to get into to resettlement or thinking about at some point leaving leaving the military, I think. The plan is for me is to, let me rewind on that a second actually, we, when we first joined the military I think you should be looking at your settlement from day one really, whether you spent, because you're going to leave, you're going to leave whether it's three years or you're going to leave whether it's 26. So it's nice to have an idea in your head what you want to do when you're going to leave the, the military anyway. And you can gear your whole military career basically on what you're going to do when you come out at the end. Very rarely someone stays in the military all their life and doesn't do anything else, I'm not sure what the percentage is but I'm going to say it's pretty low. Um, you're going to come out whether you do four or whether you do 22 or, or even if you get late entry off, I say, you know, it could be later than that, but you're eventually going to going to come out with the military. Sorry, oh, sorry my jaw just came in. Sorry, don't worry. Um, yeah, no, so basically, um, you're going to come out with the military at some point. So if you can gear yourself and set yourself goals, try and set targets, try and gear what you want to do outside whilst you're in your military career. So I always like health and fitness. I wanted to get my PTI course, fantastic, I passed that. But I realised at an early stage, this is flooded, it's flooded with personal trainers. You can't make good money personal training, but it's absolutely flooded. So I went down the more management route and tried to get into management. Those skills in management then, once running health and leisure clubs, are transferable into other areas. So after running the various health and leisure clubs, they can transfer into you running your business. If you want to go into retail, if you want to go into any other aspect or any other industry out there, you can do so. Was there any things you struggled with in terms of, you know, it sounds like you had the courses, you know, you knew what you wanted to do from a course point of view and a career point of view, but was there any sort of, you know, obstacles in the way in terms of getting used to being back at home constantly? I know you said towards the end you were more or less, you know, commuting anyway, like a normal job, but did your family and those around you, you know, did they see a change in you? Did you find that anything difficult? I think, yeah, I think it is hard. I think when you first come out, you, won't, you don't even realise it's hard. And that's, that's if you, think you speak to any uh, military personnel that have come out, you do find it hard. But you don't realise you're finding it hard at the time. But when you get a little bit older and you look back, you think, yeah, Joe, I was finding that difficult. I was finding that, um, you know, you can't, 
you can't just go around swearing at people like you used to in the army and the banters are very much different to city street massively different massively different and, um you just got to be careful with the way that you sort of conduct yourself as well um so there was there was difficult challenges um you know i i again when i left it was a difficult time for me i, I was going through some family issues as well so i I, um, I originally left, went through some family issues. I ended up getting um, caught with drink driving because I, my sort of head went a little bit. Uh, so I had to have a bit of a recap, really. And I was just lucky enough to have my you know, good support network of, uh, of my father and family there to help me through that stage. I'm going to say everyone goes through difficult stages, definitely. And I think it's so key to speak to the people, um, either the people from the military there to support you, or whether you've got good family that are there to support you, because that was a difficult time originally when I first left, and I got caught with drink driving. It's, you know, it's, it's, and it's a bit of embarrassing, really, when you look back on it. But um, again, you learn from your mistakes. I'm a great believer in that, and you just got to push forward and try and take the positives from it all. Um, and, and, and I certainly developed as a person from, from from the military and making the transition into City Street. I, I'd say this: I tell people to join it now. Definitely, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my military career. But I'm also glad that I that I came out at the time I did, and, and it set me in good stone for what I'm for what I'm doing now, really. Yeah, it's a fantastic platform, isn't it, for anyone who's not sure of what they actually want to do with their life. But going back to that point about you know resettlement and the struggles, it, it is all about using that network around you and not bottling it up in terms of not telling friends and family you're okay. When in reality, they can tell you not yourself, um, and I'm sure they'd rather us you know, as people in that position tell them that we are struggling a bit. I know for me personally, I bottled a lot up and it showed in the end, you know, we all make stupid make stupid mistakes and do things we're not, you know, are out of character during that time, but we're not the only ones and that's probably the, the thing for the listeners to realise that we've all been through it and even if you need to reach out to, like you said, the, the military setup or just tell your friends and family what's going on inside, did you? Um, no, I hundred percent agree with that, Jack. Yeah. Did you? Um, what was the biggest lesson from that? Then, do you think was it just to, to make sure you don't bottle it up and open up to those around you? I, I definitely say talk to people. I de- you know, you, no matter how confident you are, when you leave, it's a big transition. And some people think, "Oh, I'll be fine." You have Jack the lads. And, you know, when we, I was probably a bit of a Jack the lad and very outgoing and very, you know, I'm a very outgoing person, but. Um, it, it, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a different different setup to what you used to for a long long time. It's a completely different setup. Uh, I'm hoping that, that these days now the, trans, the transition workshops they seem to be uh, producing for ex military personnel seem to be a little bit better. The support network seem to be better than I was. I mean, I left a long time ago, uh, and the support network seems to be there better. But it's going to come from you. It's going to come from you, the person. So definitely, if, you, if there's any issues out there, or you, I just say get get the support network in place anyway, even if there isn't an issue. Just speak to people, speak to former people who have left. Get their ideas um, and, and, and get their, their their ups and downs, and try and draw from that. Yeah, and exactly, just like you said, again, you have to be prepared to reach out to those people as well, because unless you ask for help, they won't know there's something wrong. Um, so set it up nice and early. So if you could identify three things, you know, that you could wish you could have told yourself or could advise someone thinking about leaving any sector of the armed forces, what do you think they would be? Okay, so I get, there's a couple of little tips for me. You know, I mean, setting goals are massively key, and that's not just a key in that's a key for not job searching or resetting. That's a key in life. So set yourself the goals, whatever those goals would be. I always usually go with three and keep reviewing them. So like the short term goal, 
for me was to, to try and get a job as a, as a fitness manager. That was my short, short-term goal. That's my, that was my short-term goal. My middle-term goal was to eventually maybe set my own company up in brand with health and fitness. And then my long-term goal was to obviously spend much more time with my family and try and reduce the hours that I work. But goal-setting, massively goal-setting. Number two, I'd say networking is hugely, hugely key. So networking with people. So there's people out here that have done it. So there's people like myself, there's you, there's multiple people in the military community that will help each other. We will help each other. And what you've got to try and do, and this is what I base my, my whole ethos around, is 100% network with people who are like-minded than you. Be around people that are going to sort of feed your fire. They're going to be there. They're going to support you. They're going to help you. Don't be around the people that keep putting you down all the time, saying you can't do it. Because when I first said I was going to set forces fitness up, I had friends of mine, and multiple of them, laughing at me, thinking you're never going to make it work. And do you know what? That made me want to make it work more and more and more. And those friends now, I can't believe that I made it work. But you can do it. But again, you will need help and support. And I would also say, again, try and work smart. I mean, this might be one of those cliche buzzwords that you say, but definitely work smart. Anybody can work really hard. But if you're not working smart and utilising your time well, okay, on the projects or or the job finding that you're going to go into, um, you know, you're not going to progress as quickly as, as you would if you just get your head down and you keep going. So work smart and try and utilise the support networks that are around you. That's fantastic. So just to recap on them, set your goals nice and early. Network and surround yourself with positive people. There's the old saying that you're the average of the five people you spend your time with. So if you spend your time with people who are just going to take the piss and laugh at you and that they're going to put you down, you're not going to achieve your goals. So start, you know, networking with people who, who share your vision. And then, like you just said, work smart and you utilise your time in the best way possible. We can all sit at a desk for 14 hours a day, but it doesn't mean we're, we're being productive. So Sean, yeah, exactly. where can we find out a bit more about you? What are your future plans for the rest of 2018? Well, for me, I've got, again, multiple, for me, multiple networking going on. I've got a few projects lined up. So we've moved into the remit of employability boot camps. So we're helping people. We're struggling out to get into work. We're using sort of the positive ethos of the military. We're using employability, CV, writing skills, and interview techniques. So there's some big projects around employability this year. Health and well-being. There's a future generations of health and well-being app that's just been brought into Wales. So we're, we're, we're big in, in, in providing for that and trying to push health and wellbeing days for a lot of charities uh, and, again, a lot of organisations across Wales. And also, um, off the back of winning the awards, which you talked about earlier on, we've now got the South Wales Fitness Awards. So it's a free-to-enter award, so anybody can enter across South Wales. If you've gone above and beyond in the, the, the fitness industry, whether you're a personal trainer or a personal trainer, but a member that's gone above and beyond, you're a crack and physio, feel free to have a look at that. It's the South Wales Fitness Awards. But if you need to get in touch with me, I'm more than welcome to help anybody out there. If there's any veterans, any former serving soldiers, military, navy, um, feel free to drop us a drop us an email at uh, info at forcesfitness.co.uk. Brilliant. Thanks very much for your time, Sean. Much appreciated. Good luck for the rest of the year. Thanks for having me, Jack. Thank you.